Thank you, Father. We glorify your name, Father. We worship you tonight. We thank you, God, for your presence in this place, Father. Have your way. Have your way tonight, Father. Whoo! God, you are good, God. Too good. Too good. You're too good, kind of God, Father. Hallelujah, Father. We thank you. We honor you in Jesus' name. And all God's people say, Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for coming tonight. Um, last minute, Pastor asked if I could minister tonight. So I said, yes, sir. Anything Pastor said, I said, yes, sir. If it's too hard, then I'll have to step back. But it, this is not hard. Amen. Amen. Uh, the way of the transgressor is hard. Amen. Bible says that the way of the transgressor is hard. But he called me and he told me, um, oh, Brother Lerma, I'm not going to be here tonight. I'm going to take care of some, some of the stuff that I need to take care of before Pastor Carol leaves tomorrow morning. So I said, okay, I got him. God, I do praise and worship. I, I do the preaching. I, I do the altar call. I do the offering. I'll do everything. I need the practice. So help me practice, amen? I need all the practice I need, amen? So I thank God for this opportunity. This is an opportunity. It's kind of like MMA, yeah? Mixed martial arts. Amen? Before you used to just do karate or you do judo, but now you have to mix it all up because... Man, if you don't mix it all up, you lose. You know, in the MMA world, when you're fighting, you have to know everything so that you can be well, um, well-rounded. Amen. Well, same thing spiritually. Amen. We need to be well-rounded. Amen. We all need to be well-rounded. It's not just for me; it's for everybody. Amen. Uh, but I thank God for this opportunity, and uh, thank God for this new year that He's brought us through. Amen. If you look at Last year, we don't want to be the same, amen? We want to leave last year, last year, amen? We're, we're in a new page in life, amen? This, this is a brand spanking new year, and um, tonight, I want to minister on the fact, um, on, on, um, on Joshua chapter 1, because it's kind of like the turning point of all Israel, yeah? It's just like us. Uh, entering into the new year, amen. So if we turn to the book of Joshua, chapter 1, amen, we'll start there. Amen. Um, if you want a title for tonight's message, message, uh, I would entitle it, Aren't You Tired? Amen. Aren't You Tired? Tell your neighbor, aren't you tired? Amen. I'm going to make it clear in a moment. Amen. Aren't you tired? One minister said, God will let you put up with whatever you put up with. Whatever you tolerate will persist. Amen. Whatever it is you've been managing year after year after year, it will stay. Amen? But guess what? 
You can make a decision right now. Amen. In Hawaiian, we would say, Ke'ia manau. Man, that means right now. You can, you can either decide to make the change now or linger. Let it linger. Amen. So as we read the book of Joshua, I want you to um, think on that title. Aren't you tired? Aren't you tired? Amen. We see here before we read, um, Joshua has to take, take the second generation of the Israelites into the promised land. Amen. Because the first generation didn't make it in. Why? Because they, um, they didn't have enough belief in them to uh, take care of the inhabitants of the land of that time. Amen. Which was the giants. Yeah. And these were uh, giants. They're, you know, uh, they looked at themselves as grasshoppers. Yeah. So in, in trying to enter a land that uh, their mind didn't take them there was was very hard now now the first generation comes up with uh their own bunch of kids yeah the, the, the second generation and as we read here in Joshua I'm not there so Joshua chapter 1 I'm just going to just going to stick Right into this uh, book. I won't go any place else. But aren't you tired? Aren't you tired? Okay. Now after the death of Moses, verse 1, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun. Moses minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. How is it, yeah? Uh, Moses leaves, leaves the people, leaves Joshua, doesn't tell them where he's going, you know, and um, he did this a couple of times before, so he didn't phase the people to ask, hey, where's our leader? Where's our pastor? Where's, where's Pastor Moses? Where has he gone? You know, there was no need for that question because he did it uh, before time. You remember when he went up to Mount Sinai? Amen. To go get the Ten Commandments. He was gone for 40 days. Amen. And then God gave him the Ten Commandments. He comes on down. And what does he find? He finds the people uh, dancing and, and cheering. And he's wondering what's, what's all the dancing and the cheering and the praising about. And he comes down there only to know that Aaron built a calf. Amen. And they're worshiping this calf. He gets angry. Throws down the tablet, goes back up to Sinai, and has to rewrite the whole Ten Commandments all over again for another 40 days. Amen. So it wasn't uh, a question that the people would ask Joshua. You know, it wasn't even in their mind because he did this a fourth time. But here Moses leaves and he doesn't come back. Uh, if if I knew I was going someplace and I wasn't, I wasn't going to return, I would at least have the decency to tell the next person, hey, I'm going to be gone. 
I won't be returning. Uh, I'm going to turn over the baton to you. So you're going to be putting on my shoes from this day forward. He has no uh, introduction of any kind, Joshua, yeah? He's just been put in a spot. Now God comes on the scene and starts talking to Joshua. Joshua, my servant Moses is dead. How do you think Joshua feels at this moment? Amen? I know that uh, as we read throughout the book of Exodus and Genesis and all the books of the Bible, we understand that Joshua uh, uh, was always on the side of Moses wherever he went. Amen? From night to day, day to night, you know, in the wee night hours, wherever Moses went, Joshua was always there. So it was most likely that Joshua was going to be the leader anyway. But does anybody here other than me would like to have a heads up before giving a task to do? Amen? Amen? Does anybody here, you know, uh, agree with me that, you know, um, like for me, for instance, when he told me Wednesday, can I speak on Wednesday, my mouth just automatically said, yes, I can. I did not hesitate, but at the same time, I told him I can find something to minister on, you know. But um, as for me, I would like to be warned. I would like to be, uh, you know what I mean, for the task that is at hand. And if not, praise God, I have to rely on what we sang about, the Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen? The Bible says that if you walk in the Spirit, you shall not fulfill, what? The lust of the flesh. What does that mean? This flesh is going to want to not do what pastor is asking, you know? Uh, this flesh is going to go through some uh, shakes and some shivers, amen? Some of you know it because you've been up here before, yeah? You remember the first time you've been up here? You sweating bullets, amen? Uh, everything in you was sweating. Although the AC was on, you're the only one that felt the heat, amen? Because you're put on, on the spot. Well, Joshua here, look at what God is telling him. Amen. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise. Amen. In this new year, this thing correlates with our new year. Amen. Last year, Pastor Carroll was preaching on reassessment. Amen. Before you enter into the new year. Reassess. What does that mean? Look for things that you can um, uh, change that will make you better. That will bring you higher. To the next level, amen. Do it, do it last year so that you can prep yourself for this year. That way, when you come in this year, nothing that you um, uh, did last year, amen. Everything that you did last year is going to stay there, amen. You're going to go higher now. Each and every one of us was being laid hands on, amen, on Sunday, and the objective there was for us to go higher. Amen. And like the song says, this is our season. Amen. This is our time. Amen. We have to tell ourselves that because sometimes we don't believe that. Amen. 
Sometimes we don't believe that we can even make it, amen, in life. You know, when the Bible gives us promises, we need to take that promise and run with it. You know, one preacher said that we don't praise God enough. What he meant by that is that we give up praising God when, um, when, when troubles or situations arise. We don't, uh, we don't go all the way through with praising God throughout that whole trial. We stop in the middle of praising God, not knowing that if we just went a little further, we would make it across. Amen? So when he said that we don't praise God enough, that's what he meant. That we stop in the middle of the trial or the situation instead of going all the way through until we make it. So how long do we praise God, Brother Lambert? Until you make it all the way through. Until it becomes you. Until it overwhelms you. I wrote something here. Um, why praise? Praise holds your attention on the right flow. Okay? Uh, praise brings the anointing into manifestation. You know, whatever is trying to manifest in your life, it all depends on you as the believer. It all depends on you. Look at the children of Israel, yeah? What stopped them from going into the promised land, the first generation? What stunted, their, uh, uh, what stunted the first generation from entering into the promised land was their murmuring and their complaining. Amen? So, so we can use that as an example. That whatever manifestation you're looking at to come into fruition for you this year, it all depends on you. Amen. We can desire to grow or not grow. Amen. We can desire to be better or stay better. We can desire to, to go higher or just stay where we're at. We can desire to go forward or stay back. Amen. Whatever it is, we have, we have, the, we have the power. Amen. God gave us the power. Amen. Everything that you need. Everything that you have is already in you and in me. So here, going back to Scripture, it says, <clears throat> this is the promise that God makes to him. He says, now therefore arise. Amen? Arise, people. Amen? And look what it says. Go over this Jordan, thou and all these people, unto the land which I do give to them. Amen? Even to the children of Israel, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you. This is a promise now from God to Joshua. It was given to Moses. Moses could only take the children of Israel as far as he did. Now Joshua has been handed a baton. Amen. This year is going to be a fabulous year. This year is going to be a year of prosperity. This year is going to be a year of healing. This year is going to be a year that was greater than last year. Amen. I'm looking forward. It's, it's only three days in. And I'm already feeling the effects already of this year's manifestation from God. Amen. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon. That have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river 
the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. I've been in Israel twice. The, the, vast, the vastness of Israel is, is so huge, but yet it's tiny. It's tiny. And all of the, uh, the countries around it all want Israel for some reason, for reason unknown to me, why they, they want that small part when they got all this big part. Amen. But when I went to Israel, the difference between Israel and the different countries that are around it, when I was in Israel, you could feel, you could feel not only the presence of God, but the prosperity that is on the land, on the people. Uh, you could feel God's goodness, God's grace, God's mercy. You, you, could, you could feel the Bible come to life when, when you're in Israel. And when I was there, I mean, I witnessed everything, did the Jordan River, baptizing the Jordan River, uh, swam in the Dead Sea. And like Pastor said, you, you cannot sink. I don't care if you don't know how to swim, you don't need to learn how to swim. Just jump in the water, you just float. Uh, you, you can't sink. People that have been trying uh, to, to try and dive as deep down as they could because they believe that Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, is somewhere down there. And uh, there's a lot of gold and all kinds of stuff, but they, they tried for years trying to dive deep down. They couldn't because the salt mass was so great. Um, when you look at the Dead Sea, all you see is salt, mountains of them. And the Dead Sea, a lot of people just swimming in them. People that can't even swim, people that can't even walk, they come out walking because the salt, I guess it heals their body because of all that uh, um, uh, nutrients and all that kind of things that the salt gives out. Um, but yeah, so everybody's trying to fight to get Israel. Now here, God said that he made a promise to Joshua. All this is going to be yours. All this is going to be yours. Amen? But how many of you know that It takes work. Amen. God will do his part. But we have to do ours. Amen. Our part is not to ask questions. Our part is not to wonder if he's going to do it. Our part is just to believe and have faith that our God is true to his promise. Amen. He's made so much promises in, in his word that we can just take it, grab it, and run with it. Amen. But look at here. Let's continue on. Verse 5. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. He's talking to Joshua now. None of the folks that's going to be coming to try and hurt you is going to be able to hurt you. That's how much power God gave Joshua. Amen. This is the promise that he's making. Amen. To Joshua. And he says all the days of thy life. If you, read, if you read on Joshua, not one time has he ever been defeated. If you go on and read the whole chapter of Joshua, every battle that he fought, he always won. And if he didn't, it's because somebody in the camp did something. And that he would make the correction and he would win. 
Amen. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. Now just because the promise was made to Joshua, this promise is also being made to you and to me because we're descendants of Abraham. Amen. You guys can take this to the bank. And guess what? Cha-ching. It'll work for you. Just as it worked for Joshua, it'll work for you. Amen. Just because it's in the Old Testament, I mean, God's word will work in old, in a new, wherever. Amen. You can use it in your life as well. Amen. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. And this, this verse 6 is, is the topping on the cake because it lets me know that God trusts me enough that no matter what goes on, I'm going to be well taken care of. Amen? But this is what he, he tells me that will qualify me. Amen? He says, be strong and of a good courage. Amen? For unto this people, People shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Now, because of the second generation, amen, can you imagine the first generation, they're babbling, they're murmuring, they're complaining, their kids are watching them the whole time, the whole time now, amen. Now, they're, they're at least 20 years old now. You would figure after all those years of listening to their parents murmuring and complaining, they would, they would uh, assume that on them now because they've been living with them, you know, because that's the kind of environment they were living in. Now Joshua has, has the big task to change all that. And God is giving him specific instructions, amen? Specific instructions. Remember when he told Noah to build the ark? Can you imagine if he built the ark with a drywall? Amen? If he took drywall and he made the ark out of drywall, if there was drywall back then, how would you, how would you think it would look in this day and age? It wouldn't look good, yeah? But he, he made it so that so that. Uh, not only the animals will be kept safe, but he made it big enough for all the people. Amen? Because the Bible says that God is not uh, slack concerning his promise towards men. Amen? He wants everybody saved, regardless. And back then, he, he told Noah, hey, build me an ark. And he made the ark big enough to house not only the animals, but the thousands, if not millions, of people that were on the land. How good of a God we serve. Look at you. Look at me. Our bodies were made to heal on its own. You have a cut. You have a bruise. In a couple of days, it's gone. You got cancer? You can heal it. Amen? By putting your trust in Him. Because He's the God that heals. Amen? You got diabetes. You got gout, you got high blood pressure, any type of disease, amen? His blood was shed for that, amen? And it's a promise to you and to me, amen? So here now, God is saying to Joshua, be strong and courageous. 
It's not going to be an easy task. It's not going to be an easy task. Those are big shoes to fill, Moses. You know, Moses' shoes are big to fill. Amen? But God said, what he said? Be strong and courageous and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou mayest prosper. So in other words, what God was telling him, this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to take my word and apply it every single day. This is what the first generation didn't do. But this is what the second generation is going to have to do. Amen? So Joshua has the task of taking God's people, the second generation, and walk them right into the promised land. Mind you now, there's still giants. Mind you, there's still trouble ahead. But what did God tell him the first time? Be strong and courageous. Very courageous. And if that wasn't enough, he tells them again later on in the scripture, yeah? He tells them, be, be strong and courageous again. Later on down in the scripture. Very courageous. Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. That title, aren't you tired? I believe Joshua was tired already. He was sick and tired of being sick and tired. He was tired of going around the mountain. Here he comes. For 40 years, he had to endure all that. And he didn't utter one word of murmuring. He didn't murmur. He didn't complain because it wasn't his fault. Mind you now, he came back with the good news, yeah? He said, we can defeat this. We can defeat this giants and we can take this land. He came back with a good report. It was the other knuckleheads that didn't come back with a good report. And in this day and age, I would complain. I would say, Lord, why am I being judged over their fault? I was in the cause of that. But he didn't say one word. As humble as he was, he kept his mouth shut, which, which, which he knew would work because the first generation didn't keep their mouth shut, yeah? First thing they did was murmur. They complained. So he learned already because he was with Moses. He said, oh, man, that ain't working. It didn't work the first time. It didn't work the second time. It didn't work the third time. So uh, I'm going to learn from that. I'm not going to do that. Amen? So now he's been given the opportunity. Okay, now is the time. God said, I'm giving you the key. Here's the key. Go in and possess the land. Joshua and Caleb. Jaime, you said something interesting, yeah, on Sunday. What did you say about the giants? They are bread for us. The giants are bread for us. Cow, cow. Amen? Lunch. Amen? Think about all that you're going through right now. It's lunch for you. It'll only make you better and not bitter. It'll only make you stronger and not weaker. 
It'll make you more wiser and not dumb. Amen? It'll take you higher. Higher heights and deeper depths. Why? Because it's through that experience that you're going to learn how to carry on, to press on. Amen? What did Paul say? Amen? Press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen? Press. That pressing takes, um, it's like going to the gym. Amen? You go to the gym to work out. You don't go to the gym to sit down and watch everybody, you know, work out. No. You go to the gym because you got a goal in mind. Whether it's your tone of your body, you want to you wanna build more abs, build more mass, it's going to take work. And sometimes we don't get instant results. And that's where we fail because we don't see instant results. We don't see the muscles that, that we can flex the next day. We, we tend to lose, oh man, this is too much. No, you keep on keeping on. Now, aren't you tired? Aren't you tired of the, uh, of the same position that you've been in? Amen? Aren't you tired of uh, always being in lack? Always being impoverished? Always being sick? Always have to deal with different types of diseases? Putting up with your boss? Amen? Your co-workers? Aren't you tired? There's ways of handling this situation. And God is telling us here tonight. Take his word as is. Amen. Speak it. Always, always speak it. You know, I've been watching um, Pastor Nancy Dufresne. And she says that um, just keep on, you know, pronouncing, practice on uh, um, the healing power of God in your life. Even if you're not sick, start Stop practicing by saying, thank you, Lord, that my body is healthy. Thank you, Lord, that my blood vessels are flowing. There's no clogged up arteries. Thank you, Lord, for my mind. It's been renewed each and every day. I'm no longer the same, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that I'm able to, to speak without even have to stutter. Amen? I used to stutter when I was small. And I was ashamed. Shame when you stutter when you're young. Kids, they, they're nasty. You know, they, ah, look, look like everybody don't know how to talk. He always stuttering, blah, blah, blah. Just saying all kinds of things. And, oh, man, it creates a whole environment of, of all kinds of uh, things that goes on in your head. But I, I thank you, Lord, that I'm able to speak. And not stutter. Amen? I'm able, to, I'm able to stand in front of here, you know? Uh, practice. She, she kept on saying that word. Practice. Practice. Just practice. Each and every day. Each and every chance you, get, you have, just practice. Even if your body's not aching. Just, just start magnifying the Lord. And say, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that my body is not aching. I thank you, Lord, that I'm able to walk. I'm able to talk. I'm able to function. And if your body is hurting, speak to that hurt in your body. Father, you, your word says, your blood, your blood took care of all of this. The stripes that were beaten on your back, Lord, took care of all of this. Why is it on me? Amen. 
And you know what you do? You keep on praising God until it becomes you. Until you no longer, uh, um, uh, that so-called uh, disease or the so-called uh, situation in your life doesn't even come to fruition. Amen? Because you've got so much of uh, the flawlessness of God in you. Amen? The life of God in you. That you no longer have that thought anymore. That's how long you do it. Amen? But that's the remedy, guys, for this year. Take God's word and run with it. Amen? This is all I have. And I thank God for this opportunity. I hope you are blessed. Amen? I hope it uh, enabled you to press another day. Amen? This is a new year. This is a new year, new and greater year. Amen? Well, Father, I thank you. I thank you, God, Father, Lord, for ministering to your people, Father, Lord. Thank you, God, for using me, God, Lord, as uh, your vocals here on this earth, Father, Lord, to minister to your people, Father. And, Lord, I just want to lift up my pastors, Father, right now. Pastor Herman, Pastor Kara, Father. Pray, God, your hedge of protection over them, Father, in whatever they have to do right now, Father. Lord, and Lord, take care of Pastor Kara as she goes to Murrieta, California, Father, Lord. I pray, God, your troubling mercies be with her, Father. Lord, give her first class, Lord. She deserves it, Lord. She's your daughter, Father, in the name of Jesus. She does well, God, Lord, taking care of us as our shepherd, Father, Lord. And also, Pastor Herman, Father, Lord. For whatever is going on in his body, Father, I pray, God, Lord, that you heal in power, Father, Lord. Uh, heals his body from the top of his head to the very soles of his feet, Father. He's a healed man of God. Lord, we thank you, God. We honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. Um, right now, we can go ahead and take the offering, amen, and tithe, amen. It's always blessed to give, amen. I always say this all the time. God loves a cheerful giver, so smile when you give. Amen. It's not exhausting. Amen. It's a pleasure. Amen. It's a pleasure. Always be cheerful when you give. So Saturday, don't forget, Saturday morning, we have people of prayer at 9. Uh, Sunday morning, we have service at 10. Uh, Prayer at 9.30, right here in the front. Uh, Wednesday night next week again. Amen. Um, Man, if you have your offering, lift it up to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for every seed that is being sown right now, Father. Lord, you bless the giver, Father, in the name of Jesus, God. 30-fold, 60-fold, even 100-fold, Father, on their return, Father, in the name of Jesus. We bless you. And we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.